0: How do you measure the success of a creator? I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking out loud over here, but yeah, um, yeah. Well, I, again, I go back to this idea that I think Web 2 is very much about quantity. Everything's mm-hmm. about scale, like total number of users. Cristiano Ronaldo has you know, 100 million followers on Instagram, or Kim Kardashian, and and that's how you talk about it. I think biology uh, has come kind of with this concept of like being able to measure a fan economy is, is a. Fan mm-hmm. Thing. So fine, Kim might have 100 million followers on Instagram, but what is the GDP of the Kim Kardashian expanded universe <laughs> as, a, as a gimmick? But, right. but people laugh at that, right? So he, he was saying this a couple of years ago, and now Kim Kardashian's potentially starting a private equity firm based on the right. fact that she's going to potentially be able to to use that distribution. And so I think that what gets interesting is if you can actually take the distribution out of the silos, like I have this many followers on YouTube, I have this many followers on Twitter, and you move it to kind of these these decentralized, credibly neutral kind of core data structures where now the relationship is between the creator, the publisher, whatever, and and the, the people who choose to follow them, right? And that is a, Actually, it's an opt-in relationship, right? Because the, the person can always unfollow you. It's not like you own that, that follower forever. Right. But the key is that no one can come in and say, oh, you know what? In terms of service violation, mm-hmm. we've decided that what you said here is no longer acceptable. You've spent 10 years building an audience. Tough luck. Boom. Mm-hmm. If you get kicked off YouTube or Twitter, there's no recourse. There's no exit. There's no, oh, take your followers. Here you go. Here are all their emails. Now you can email them. And so I think if you look at just the way Web2 social media is, is, you as a creator have to spend way more time of, of you either take the bet on these platforms will keep you forever, probably fine, uh, or you do the extra effort of, hey, subscribe, also sign up for my newsletter so that I have a direct live right. communication with you. Whereas fast forward, if, if these Web3 social protocols work, you as a creator, you you just have a direct relationship. You want to send them a podcast, you want to send them a video, you want to send them a CAS can basically come through a variety of different clients, applications, channels, but that, that relationship is a single relationship and it belongs to the two people who opted to be in it, right. which I think is a pretty compelling shift. from yeah. what, what we've been used to and what And that also means you have freedom of monetization, right? So I think the kind of idea space for monetization is just getting started not only because you have crypto with this kind of poor financial primitive and you can do things like NFTs and DeFi and the remixability and composability of that, mm-hmm. but also just the idea that, okay, I can do a traditional subscription and maybe maybe it's done on chain or maybe it's done through Stripe and, and a traditional web two platform. Fine, I, I think the challenge is when you are reliant on platforms and in some cases platforms that are reliant on other platforms with the example of like, if you're on YouTube and then Apple iOS, like there are two rent seeking platforms that want to take dollars before they even get to you. Right. I think the most extreme example was I think meta Oculus, they were trying to do a platform for that. And then they had a, like a Facebook like horizons (laughs) platform cut. And I want to say, if you did the thing on an iPhone, it had like an iOS, like it was just like cuts (laughs) all the way down. right? And what's great about web three is like, you can actually solidify through a cryptographic proof yeah, and the average user doesn't need to see this, but from a developer standpoint, that relationship between the creator and, and a person in their audience, as well as what, what also gets interesting, audience to audience connections, right? And so that, that's another interesting thing that, that's hard to measure. But if you think about it, what, if, if you're I don't know, Taylor Swift, and you want your whole fan club, maybe Taylor Swift is big enough to have like a custom social app that people are willing to even show up to. Whereas right. most other artists or creators, you're never going to have like a custom app that people are going to use. They're, they're basically their time spent is in Instagram, their time spent is in in Twitter, uh, and so you kind of have to play the game there because that's where the attention is. Whereas I think with these kind of remixable, composable, open access social protocols, I think there's a, a totally foreseeable future where for the three or five creators, whether that's you know a video creator or a music artist. If I want to have a direct relationship with them, I'm using one of these open protocols because it actually just does a lot of the plumbing for me. And then there's probably some version of, call it WordPress or whatever, where you can kind of, or Squarespace, where you can basically as a creator have a mobile app that the user is like, oh, great, this is completely interoperable. So when you post a video, I can get it over here on Twitter, the Twitter one, if I want. But if I really want to go deep with everyone else in the community, I can use this token gated app that, based on your show, and I can get really, really deep with other people who are members of the show. And, and we have seen this, by the way, with like the rise of Discords is an indication that there is demand for this. But Discord, which look tremendous products and success in terms of just scale, but it's imperfect in the sense that it's not really optimized for mobile. It's it's a it's a gamer product at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. But and right. So it's a very desktop heavy experience. Whereas if you think about it, like when you as a, as a creator, if you say, hey, I have a discord and I have 10,000 people in my discord, you're just like another little icon in this whole long set of, right. of you know, discord controls and notifications and all the experience where you could imagine being if, if you know, you're my favorite podcast producer, I can actually now install your app which didn't take you a lot of effort in the scheme of things, no different than a website because it's using these open protocols. And now you get push notifications on my phone that are completely uh, you know, direct between you and, and your audience uh, and, and whatever the experience, right? And so that that is a ways off and, and maybe we don't get there. I, I'm a big believer that we will. But I think you need to get the infrastructure in place first before entrepreneurs start to say, oh, this has become a commodity or this has become this kind of credibly neutral infrastructure. Then I know I can actually go build these apps for these different creators because this protocol is going to have some level of stability. right? And I think the example here is obviously email is an example of a protocol that if I really wanted to take the brain damage and go build my own email client, right, I could. So for him and being the most recent, yeah. you yeah. can do it. And, and, and there is no, you don't have to ask the email consortium for permission. If you understand SMTP and IMAP, right. like, it'll just work. And, and what's actually even kind of neat is you can build an email client that works with Google. And Google, just because at least in the email world, kind of has to support IMAP because it's, it's kind of the de facto standard. They don't even really get to say, it's like, oh, wait, so you're, I can actually build on top of your backend and you did all the hard part and just build a better client, which is what I think Superhuman is today, right? Like they don't mm-hmm. even handle right. the like low level email plumbing. They're just right. an IMAP client or a deeper sure. integration with Google. Sure, But I think that that like becomes a pretty powerful thing where if more stuff in social actually has that level of like permissionless innovation, and in the case of the building on Google, that's not even permissionless, it's like mostly permissionless. Right. Um, I think you just yield a whole bunch of more interesting experiences, which gets back to this monetization thing is, I think we're just scratching the surface. It's just to say, oh, well, we'll have ad base, we'll have uh, subscriptions, and then we'll have some amount of you know, NFTs. I think it's, you're just at the start. It's like looking at the internet in 1994 and, and predicting all of the different business models and, and new companies that have come out of-